and we're recording. Okay, <laughs> this is the first time we're doing this with somebody other than myself. And we have Sarah Bystrom, and she heads up all things recruiting here at Poppy. And I thought that one of the most interesting topics was uh, we get asked a lot about how do we recruit, how do we vet, what do we look for? And I think it's also one of the questions that's the most, um, one of the hardest ones for parents to deal with, when, especially when you're a first-time parent. Um, you're looking at how do you figure out who's really going to be amazing for your family, who's going to be worthy of taking care of your kids. Um, I think it's such an important question and such a hard question. And I don't think, you know, there's a lot of articles online that tell you, you know, here are the 20 questions you need to ask. Um, but I still think it's a lot harder and there's a lot of intuition. And um, Sarah, you've been doing this for a long time. Um, you have a lot of insight into not only the questions that I think you're supposed to be asking, but like, what are some of the things you're looking for? Um, because, you know, when we think about who is poppy material, I think it goes to more than just um, your experience and, you know, what's on your quote-unquote resume. Um, I think there's this another sort of special quality. And so that's what I sort of wanted to get into. Um, but why don't you sort of, at a high level, talk about kind of the, what you look for when... Um, you know, let's say someone submits an application and they're telling you their experience and stuff. What are some of the things that kind of pop out that can either be good or sort of red flag? Yeah, I think when um, our candidates submit their applications, I'm mainly looking for a experience. Like, what ages and stages do they have experience with? Are those ages and stages what we're looking for at the moment? How um, many jobs have they had in the past year? Were they with the same family? Really with multiple families, um, how they speak about that family, because I think that says a lot about them as a person, too. Can I interrupt you on that? So is there, like, a good thing that you're looking for? Like, I can imagine where working with multiple families with multiple ages can be a good thing, but then maybe if you're working with too many, it maybe speaks to not being able to... Of course. I think if a person has just one-time jobs all over the place, like, hey, I worked for my neighbor this one time last year, for one date night, and then they never return again, that may be flagging. If right. the neighbor moved away, totally different. Mm -hmm. If they're working for multiple families for different occasions, like date nights, if they're their morning nanny, if they're their after-school nanny, um, if they help out a friend, it's totally different. So I'm looking for things that might have ended abruptly opposed to naturally progressed um, on their app. And also the tone in which they talk about the family, I want to see if there's respect there, mm -hmm. if there's... Um, confidence and if they were engaged with that family too. Got it. Okay, so if you're looking at applications and there's a certain base level of experience that you feel really good about, um, then um, when you invite them in for an interview and you meet them in person, what, um, what are you digging into in person um, and what are you looking for in that interpersonal sort of um, interaction? Yeah, I want to know more about their experience. So I want to know what kind of activities they planned while they were at the house how they handled those tough situations that come up. Like, we know that two-year-olds are gonna throw temper tantrums, so did you just tell the kiddo no, give them a break? Did you walk them through what was going on? Like, maybe they were upset because their tower fell down, or their parents left, and you need to help them work through that and then be able to come engage in an activity. Um, so I wanna know if they have the problem-solving skills to do those kinds of things, or if they're just gonna give me the, yeah, I've done that before and leave it at that. So, okay, so you're looking for like the depth of experience that really tells you that they know what they're doing. 
Um, what are some kind of red flag things that you might like that might be common that you know as parents, if you're interviewing um, either a nanny or a babysitter or anything that you know if you hear something like that, you you want to really be digging into. I there are so many things <laughs> that you can look for. I think some of them really stem around like child room philosophy always brings up the most flags. Mm. If someone is going to be telling your child no, 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 every time they're taking a left turn instead of a right or, you know, not able to finish that mm. dinner or um, we ask in our app, we ask about hand washing and I'll go back to that too, just to say mm. like, okay, so they won't wash their hands and you told them no, you have to, like, how does that feel? But some of those more rigid answers and not mm. flexible come up as a huge flag because okay. what are they going to do? Yeah. Um, that's a great one I mean I know as, for myself as a parent I've never thought to ask um, that line of questioning I think for me personally if I think back of how I've tried to interview candidates I think of, I, I probably use my professional experience a little bit too much right. there and I say do you have experience with taking care of these ages of kids and what types of activities would you occupy them with so I think about things like that but I, I don't think I've ever dug personally into things like how you know what's your philosophy what's your interaction going to be with so I think that's a really um, sort of useful one. Well, and you want to get to know these guys on a personal level. Like if you're bringing them into your home and they're watching your kids, you want to know what they're about. Yes, they need to be great with kiddos, but they need to align with your household too. So are they going to be partying until 3 o'clock in the morning and then coming to your house hungover? You're not going to want that for your families. Are they um, responsible? What does time mean to them? Are they okay with being late to jobs? Are they always five minutes early. Are they going to be upset if the day ends early or goes later? Like, yeah. what kind of attitude do they have, too? But I think a lot of childcare experience, you really need to get to know them. Too. Right. That actually brings up another piece where I think the hard, care, uh, hard part about childcare is that sometimes if you have someone in your home, um, and especially for a lot of us who spend a lot of time away from the home, you need um, that person to be doing tasks that are sort of also on top of just the childcare, you know, right. whether it's like keeping things tidy or maybe, you know, putting the dirty dishes in the dishwasher or things like that. How do you assess, um, I always feel bad about asking those questions, right? Because then I'm be, like, I'm not looking for a house cleaner or anything, but I'm also trying to make sure that that person will work well with our household, which just naturally needs someone that can do some of those things. So I how think, do you think about that? Yeah, I think being upfront and honest about what you're looking for it's great. And then the really digging part is coming when you check those references. So asking about what kind of tasks they had this person doing. Like, were they a self-starter? Did they get those going on their own? Or did you need to leave a list every day? Because um, that's telling, too. If you have to write out, please finish the lunch dishes every day, you're going to be so annoyed. <laughs> if they're able to kind of have that forward thinking and tidy as they go and make sure that the dishes are put away, that if the trash is overflowing, that they can get it outside in the proper place. Or even the playroom seems to be like one of those things that if the toys can stay organized yeah. and semi in the, the never place, ending battle. Yeah. Right, where they're supposed to. Um, but I think always asking them in person and then following up to see if there's follow through with the references is a good way to guide it. So before references, I think is a great um, topic that I'd love to get into. But before we get into that, um, how do you think about, um, you know, a lot of times people will want the caregiver to interact with their kids um, as yeah. a part of an interview. Um, what are you looking for? Um, is that important? Um, uh, what kind of interaction would, you know, be positive 
gosh, I think it's great to do working interview because then you know whether they're going to be a great fit, and then they know if it's going to be a great fit for them because right. you want it to be great on both ends so you guys start off on the right foot. Um, I would always say like a two to three hour paid working interview works really well. You can have them come over, you can pop in and out so you kind of see some of those spontaneous interactions as well, and they don't really know the plan, which sounds sneaky, but it really just gives you a good glimpse of like what's going to be going on while you're gone too. Okay. That's super helpful. So references. Mm -hmm. um, I've always found personally the references to be the most telling part. If I look yeah. back to um, the nannies that have worked the best for us versus mm -hmm. not so much, um, it's really come down to the references and the depth and the robustness and like just the passion with which the references recommend um, the candidate. And so um, what are some questions that you um, always ask references and what are you also looking for that maybe they're not saying but are this sort of like in their tone? Right, those awkward pauses say more than anything else. There are a lot a lots of words. Um, I always want to know how long this person worked for them because again, if it was a two job, like a two-time job, that's not gonna give me what I need, right? If it was a long-term job, I'm gonna be able to ask those questions, like what kind of household tasks did they help with? How did they handle the tough days? What was their communication style with, like? Um, I think for me, communication style, interactions with kiddos, um, knowing how they did handle an off day. They're gonna happen, are they gonna happen a lot? Probably not, but knowing how they can kind of roll with those situations is huge. I want them to be able to tell me all the great stuff because that's what references are supposed to do. But I also want to know their quirks. So I want to know what wasn't a great fit or what was a root, where was room for improvement. So tell me about a time that didn't go so great. How did you handle it as a parent? And then how did they respond? Because I think you can tell a lot by how people receive feedback. So if that person kind of jumped and was like, no, I didn't do that. Here's what happened. Like, oh, that's going to be a little bit flagging and I'm going to dig a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but if they were able to kind of own it and then move forward with the family, that's a great sign in my mind. Got it. That's super helpful. Yeah, I think in references, it's sometimes also hard to it, um, ask the really probing kind of questions, especially because of, you know, sort of parent and you're trying yeah. to... Um, trying to assess not only fit, but also, you know, all of those qualifications. Sometimes I think that parent-to-parent -parent reference is so much better than just taking a reference in general, right. because you can ask those questions, and they appreciate that you're just as nervous as they were bringing this person into their home, yeah. so they'll open up a little bit more. Got it. Um, so I know that um, one other thing that's super important that Poppy is the background check. Mm -hmm. um, but if I were to be super honest, um, before Poppy, I and even probably since, like I have never personally done a background check as yeah. a parent. Um, mostly because I mean I didn't know where to get one done or how to do it. It felt sort of intrusive to do that for a candidate that I thought was going to come on, like all of those things. Um, it is something that we do, obviously, at Poppy, um, but how do you think about a background check and how, um, you know, just everyday parents are supposed to be approaching something like that? Oh my gosh. I think if you're hiring somebody for a job, it is more than okay to ask for a background check. Um, I also think this is a question that gets the craziest answers. Like, hey, I'm going to run this background check. Can you tell me if there's anything I'm going to find? You're going to be able to tell a lot. Like, if a person owns whatever happened 20 years ago, you know that they're not hiding anything. Right. <laughs> Your briefing's gonna be out in the open. Um, but I think it's great. And I do, I mean, if you're having them drive, you wanna do a driving record 
the first two, yeah. but um, I think parents just need to own it. Like mm-hmm. they're coming into your home. This is a job and right. it's not offensive on the nanny yeah. end at all. That's really helpful to know because I think that's where I've sort of gotten hung up in the past. Um, great. So this was super helpful to just walk through the whole process. Um, anything else that just in general or any tips um, for parents who are interviewing sitters or nannies and it's just like so overwhelming and especially when you have the list of people. Um, for me, I've always sort of like defaulted to my gut in some sense at the very end of it. Um, but yeah, any other kind of thoughts for you? Follow your gut. Use your partner too. I mean, if you guys are able to both have the same feeling that yes, this person is a great fit, that's a good sign. And I wouldn't overwhelm yourself with having lots of interviews. Stick to your top two and go from there. Oh, that's great to know. Okay. Awesome, Sarah. Thank you.